Hello and welcome to Truth and Lies, conversations about race and gender with rock and glow. I'm rock, Roger Crockett. And I'm glow, Gloria Cotton. During these podcasts, um, here's what we're going to be talking about, Rock and I. We're going to be talking about truths and lies that people are telling about race and gender in America so that you can make more informed decisions and choices about your behavior. And hopefully, we can all get along with each other better at home, on the job, in our community, and across the nation, hello, and around the world. All right, all right. I can't wait. So, first of all, let's describe this podcast that we're going to be doing uh, today. So, for me, why did I want to talk about these things? So, I want to talk about the facts that some people are putting out there that do and don't add up to other people's truths. It's important to understand that your facts may not be part of my truth and vice versa. So, we want to talk about those things because people usually argue about them. And I want to talk about the real dynamic or the word you like to use, Roger, is intersectionality Mm. between the races and genders and how those two most important things make life better for some people and make it worse for other people. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know what, Glow? I was frustrated. I mean, let me just tell you, I was frustrated with the lies that are being told on the street, in the media, Mm -hmm. in the workplace. You know, and I was thinking... How can I play a role in correcting what I call the mistruths? Yeah. And, you know, hon, I wanted to partner with you, with Gloria. You're just the right person. And so Glow and I, had we, we had such wonderful conversations just between the two of us about the truths and lies around race and gender. Yeah. And so I thought, well, why not take this to the public? Yeah. So I mentioned that Glow was just the right person. Let me tell you all about Gloria Glow Cotton. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. She is an expert human resources and organizational development professional who has spent more than 25 years helping organizations and the people in them build their awareness. Who's counting? Who's counting? But yes, (laughs) yes. Of diversity and inclusion, of unconscious bias, of privilege, about multiculturalism, about harassment, discrimination, uh, equal employment opportunity laws. She is a certified master facilitator. Mm -hmm. She is a senior partner for InQuest Consulting, where she works with Fortune 500 clients such as FedEx, Toyota, USAA Insurance. And let me tell you all, to be in the room, when Glow is facilitating, is guaranteed to be a transformative experience. You know you need to quit. Keep on, keep on. <laughs> bring it, bring it. And to be across the table from her as I am now in a conversation is really, genuinely a true gift. Uh, now, now, my friend Glow, she says her goal and, and, and motivation is for to have people honor themselves and others mm-hmm. so they can treat each other with dignity. Mm-hmm. I am so, so happy to call her my friend and so honored, Glow, to have you as my partner in this podcast. I have no doubt 
that all of you listening will be just as honored as I am. Thank you so much, Rock. I want y'all to know I'm sitting here with this huge smile all over my face. How can you not after that? Let me introduce you all to my friend, Rock, Roger Crockett. Both Roger and I are senior partners with Inquest Consulting. Roger has been and is a specialist in diversity and inclusion way before he uh, joined us uh, at Inquest. Um, so what were some of the things and how did that show up? Well, he studied and taught at DePaul University in Chicago, a class called Inclusive Leadership at their School of Business. And not only that, he was a business journalist working with Business Week magazine. His title was Deputy Bureau Chief. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and his responsibilities were running the Chicago office and coveraging, uh, covering the entire Midwest. Roger is proud of, and I'm proud of too, the many award-winning articles he wrote about here this word is, again, the intersectionality of race and business. And we haven't scheduled that to be a, a podcast topic, but we're going to, I'm telling you right mm -hmm. now, okay? All right. So Roger's bottom line is, his purpose and driving force, this is what he says, and tell me how scrumptious is this. Everything that he does is so that he can help people um, really understand and respect themselves and the world around them, understand it so that Individuals and everyone can treat each other with respect and get along as we interact with each other. Not just to interact and tolerate one another, but to actually get along. And so who wouldn't want to partner with you? Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> so here we go today here talking go. about... Um, you know, this important topic. Now, let me explain quickly what our process is going to be for throughout these podcasts. Sometimes it's just going to be conversations with Rock and me where we're talking, but sometimes we're going to have expert guests who join us, some of who you know, some, some who you don't. This first episode, we're going to be focusing on the power of the ballot. Yes. And our opportunity and our obligation, let me say our obligation right. to elect responsible leaders, not just people who are in positions, but responsible leaders in government at the country, city, state, and federal levels. Okay. Well, Glow, I yes. cannot wait to get started. Uh, but first, before we get into the power of the ballot, yeah, let's just, uh, I want to whet people's appetite <laughs> for our next couple of episodes. Check this out. Next up, we'll talk about the Cosby-Kavanaugh effect, mm. how race and gender play in the sexual assault picture. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to miss that one. No, I want to I wanna be there myself. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there. You'll be there. And then after that, we're going to turn it up on uh, talking, or excuse me, taking a knee. Mm -hmm. How could I mess that up? Taking a knee. The real meaning. The real meaning. We're not playing. Yeah. The real meaning behind Colin Kaepernick's protest. Yes. I can't wait. Yeah. And what I say is Mr. Kaepernick, Mr. Kaepernick's you do. protest. I do. And so I, it's important while we're talking about race, I want to just lay this seed on y'all. It's important to understand and look at how black men are never looked at and referred to, or rarely, I should say, referred to as men. They're called boys and stuff like that. Too often. So you will hear 
hear me say, and it's some of the reason why it's rock and glow and not glow and rock, that was my insistence. I want y'all to know my partner wanted me to be first because he's such a gentleman. Yes. And what I said was, yes, I know I'm a queen, baby, but you are the king, okay? <laughs> so I want you to be first. Y'all, we have got to start honoring our men. Okay, mm. if you're black or not, we need to start honoring black men. That's all I got to say. Let's go on. All right, right. all right, let's do it. So let's begin uh, this conversation uh, talking about the power of the ballot electing quote unquote responsible leaders. You know, as we were putting this together, we thought, we thought, how do you define what a responsible leader is? And there's a lot of talk as there should be in our nation about the Constitution. So we went back to the Constitution and looked at the preamble because you know what, y'all? That is some really wonderful guidance about what you should be looking for Absolutely. in a leader. So here are the 52 words of the preamble of the Constitution of our nation. All right. Listen to this, y'all. We the people... If y'all know Schoolhouse Rock, I want to just break in the song right now. But we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. Now, as I'm saying all this, understand this is what leaders need to be doing. Establish justice. Ensure domestic tranquility. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. I just wonder how many things did y'all hear attributes about leaders and what they should be delivering and striving for. What you got to say? Well, and, and, and you talk about leader. These are, these are words written by our founding fathers. Hello. Right? Hello. Um, but I want to just make clear that what those words don't just apply to leaders of government. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they quite apply to leaders everywhere. I'm talking about in the space of business. Yeah. Uh, in, 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 in civic leadership. You know, um, uh, whether it's in, in, in sports, wherever there's a group of in people. Our in families. our homes. In yes. our families, in our homes. Yes. We need to take leadership in our schools. That's right. Leadership. That's right. So it's not just about government. We're talking about the power of the ballot. We're, we're about to, you know, to elect governmental leaders, um, and we'll be doing that. We're sort of in this election season mm-hmm, glow, mm-hmm, 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 right? So mm-hmm. this, is, this is top of mind. Yes. Who are our leaders and what's their responsibility it's going to be top of mind for the next couple of years. Yeah, and are we fulfilling our obligation to hold them accountable? Are we being accountable ourselves? If we think about it, Glow, what, I mean, are our leaders, are they adhering, are they upholding the values stated in those 52 words? I feel like, I mean, I'm just going to be truthful. This is truth and lies. I feel like they are not too often. Why do people not vote, for example? Because they don't feel like, if they really break it down, they don't feel like the people who are on the ballot are ones who are representing those 52 words. Yeah, that's We've true. We've got to make sure that we identify people who get on the ballot and then those that we identify and that we vote for are ones that are demonstrating responsible leadership. You know what? When I was growing up, Roger, I remember my grandparents telling me that the very first excellence begins with you and in your family. And so many times people will say, I'm not voting, because exactly like you said, there are not people on the ballot that I have any faith in, and so my vote doesn't count for anything anyway. 
This is where you look at leadership is both a title and a function. Yeah. So my obligation is my name is not on that ballot, but you know what? I'm contributing who is on that ballot. Right. So if I don't have anybody on the ballot who is worthy of my vote, what am I doing to get people on there who are worthy of my vote? Because sitting at home is That's not an option. Question. Oh, no, baby. Sitting at and home is not an option. voting for somebody you know can win is not it either. Okay. Or voting for someone who you know is going to screw up things, excuse me, is not an option. And here's what screwing up is, a violation of those 52 words of the preamble of the Constitution. I love how people just skip over the preamble and go to different articles of the Constitution. I'm not mad. Don't ignore any of it. But that means you can't ignore any of it. Mm-hmm. So let's just start there. I think people who are spewing hatred, where you're talking about, I mean, just look at these words, establishing justice, democracy. Domestic tranquility. Are we living in a time of domestic tranquility for anyone? This is white people, black people, everybody scared to death. Right. So right. can we just talk about the truth of this while you're spewing these hateful things, inciting fear? People are getting more and more frustrated and fatigued. What do they do? This is why we have all these bombings, these pipe bombs and people slamming people on the ground. And what? Yeah. Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? Not me. What what I'd like for people to also consider in this whole thing is, you know, some people are spending a lot of money because they have a lot of money to spend on these advertisements. Look at people's history. And not only that, look at how people have been living their lives. If you are thinking about voting for somebody who has been sued umpteen amount of times because of the injustices, because this person has failed to pay the people that are working for them, when these people have sown seeds of discrimination, even though they might be claiming that they're not discriminating, look at people's behavior and vote for people who not only talk a good game, because not everybody's spewing hatred. Some people know exactly what things to say. Mm -hmm. But look at their behavior. Where's the proof of those words? I can say I love you while I'm beating you to death. So what are these people doing to bring this domestic tranquility, et cetera, into your life? Those are the people we need to vote for. Well, you mentioned what I think is a really important word, and that is behavior. Yes, I mean, that, that's, that is a litmus test of what responsible leadership come is. Come on, come on. How does someone behave, and are they, are they in, through their behavior, are they uh, promoting unity? Yes. And not, and not divisiveness? Yes, that's right. I mean, I, I... And not only that, but hatred. This is pure hatred. People are killing one another or trying to. Right. And so what? And what's happening? Well, so now here, let's talk about race. Because if I put a pipe bomb or some other kind of egregious thing together and send it to somebody, what's going to happen to me as a black woman, as opposed to another person who does the very same thing who happens to be white? In America, this is what we're working with right now, okay? And thank you for bringing it back home. To This, this is conversations about race and gender. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that people of color in this country, brown particularly and brown and black, brown and black, I mean, look what's happening. We and have, red. We have and yellow. thousands of brown people marching toward... That searching for a better life, doing exactly what everybody what else this, and their mama what, came, unless right. you what were, this came, country from was founded on. Come on. 
searching for a better chance. And what is what is the behavior of our leadership? How do you forget that? How do you, how, I don't understand how people We're can be so hypocritical. Troops down there <sighs> with rifles and all sorts of other ammunition, and for what? To to act in a way to just to to display behavior that is in in stark contrast to those fifty two words that you just wrote. See, is that leadership? Is that responsible leadership? Well, see, because yes, it is leadership. Yes, it is leadership. But does it live to our values and what we say we're about as a nation? So we have to not get it twisted. Some of these people who are spewing hatred are consummate leaders. They incite people. They motivate and inspire people. They get people to do what they want them to do. These are attributes of powerful leaders. Mm -hmm. But to do what? That's what we have to look at. What are you inspiring people to do in your home? Are you inspiring your brothers and sisters and your neighbors, your children, your parents to get out and take some responsibility? Are they, are they just moaning and groaning about what somebody else is not doing? Mm -hmm. So I'm reminded about that poem about if uh, if somebody, anybody, nobody, and everybody, mm -hmm. y'all Google it sometimes and look at what it says about everybody thinking somebody else was going to do what anybody could have done and nobody did anything. Mm. And that's exactly why we're in the state we're in today. <laughs> <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead, Glow. I'm done. Go ahead, Glow. I'm so finished. <laughs> well, you 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 mentioned something that's really important. A lot of people, a lot of people um, mistake what true leadership is about. Leadership is not about the the I, right? It's not about me. It's not about the leader mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about the followers. It's about everybody else. It's about everybody else. And so, and, and their well-being, their general welfare, yes. as it's stated in those 52 words in the preamble. And, and so, whether you're the leader of your household See. or you're the leader of this great country, yes. it's about providing an opportunity for those who follow you, for everyone else in the country, yes, to lead viable, productive lives, to yeah. have a chance to pursue uh, liberty in this in this country, yeah. And and I I just it's it, it's not about let me just say it's not about politics, right? Everyone is entitled to have their view, their sort of political view. We're not really talking about politics here. We're talking about leadership, you know. And being human apart, beings. Apart from being a good human responsible leader, apart from what your politics are. So so here's what that means, y'all. And, and we'll end this segment by just focusing on these 52 words again. Because sometimes people are like, it well, that goes. sounds too. In this segment. Are we, are we I, almost done already? I know, honey. Okay. This is what I'm saying. Um, it's delicious, isn't it? It's scrumptious. Okay. So. Sometimes people are like, well, how do I know what a good leader is? Honey, just Google the Constitution if you don't have it. If you don't have a hard copy in your library, mm -hmm. which why don't you, I don't know, but okay. Just read, <laughs> though you don't have to read everything. Just read the preamble, and that is your, as you say, your litmus test. That is your guideline about what good leaders, as defined by the United States, should be doing. Notice this doesn't say for some of the people. Mm. It says we, 
the people. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking about all. Provide for the common of all the people. So just just keep that in mind. If it's just one segment, I don't care if it's all the black people need to be happy and everybody else can be unhappy. No. We want all the people of America. It's all people. And I, I mean, I have to just interject here to say, I mean, all means all. We cannot, <laughs> as a nation or as a company, if that's where your yes. the sphere is. Or, or as, as a, a family. family <laughs> we can't all, we can't be happy. We can't be productive unless each of us. That's right. So if you're white and you're black or brown brethren and sisters are not happy, are not, are not able to live out their dreams. That's right. Fairly. That's right. Underneath, under the, the same laws, then that causes a problem for everybody. It's a butterfly effect. It's a ripple effect. And you know what? For people who don't get it because it seems too altruistic for them, I'd like those people to think selfishly for a moment. Because building on what you just said, when things are better for my neighbor, then I don't have to be afraid my neighbor is going to try to take my stuff. I'm spending so much energy protecting my stuff when what I need to be doing is keeping my stuff but making it so that other people have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not giving anybody anything, Mm -hmm. but they have the opportunity. Then I don't have to be afraid. Until then, when I'm acting like mine is the only and you can't have any, we will continue to have this. Cleanse away the hatred. Cleanse away the politics. Imagine if you're if you're white. Imagine if those thousands of people marching toward the border from Mexico, to like the your States. people did when they came over here, unless they were prisoners. Hello. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're, what if they were white? What if they were your family members? How would you feel? Would you really feel any different? Yes. And if you can't get in touch with that, preamble is the thing to do. <laughs> okay. okay. So let's uh, let's go ahead on and. Should we wrap End up? this one, yes, sir. Oh, Go ahead. On. I'm yeah, so I know. sorry. I know I'm so hard. sorry we have to do that. It's hard to do. But we, we this, So what do, what do we want people to do? We, go, we are going to end every session, Glow. Yes, yes. With an action. We're going to ask all those listening to act and to tell their friends and their family and their associates to act, too. Yes. What, what are we gonna? We're gonna tell them this time. What, what's the action? This you know time? what? Every opportunity that you have to vote, make sure you do so. Okay. But before you go into that polling place, do some research. Yes. And find out who these people really are. Who they really are. And then don't wait until it's time to vote. Start doing now, preparing for the next voting opportunity Mm -hmm. so that you can influence who is on that ballot. There you go. Okay. And then not only that, just look at yourself, boo. Are you showing up as a consummate leader for yourself and in your home, around your homeboys and girls? Are you serving as an effective, responsible leader in yes. your community. Yes. If you'll do that, that's what we're asking you to do. Listen, not just because we're consultants and this is what we do as consultants, leave people with homework, pre-work, life work, and stuff like that. It's not only that. It's so that you can make a positive difference Absolutely. in the world, in your life, and in other people's also. So the world can be a better place. So let that me just is. remind folks about what we have coming up again. What you know, I that? love to do that. I it's know. so exciting. Mm. Next up, the podcast is going to be the Cosby Kavanaugh 
effects. Can't wait to get in that. How race and gender play in the sexual assault picture. Is that delicious or what, Gloria? That is scrumptious, honey. (laughs) (laughs) And after that one, it gets almost even better. Come on. Taking a knee. Yes. The real meaning behind Colin Kaepernick's protest. Mr. Kaepernick. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm. Thank you so much. That's I can't wait. Some good stuff. Good I stuff. I can't wait. I'll meet you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, lastly, we want to, of course, tell everyone uh, to go to social media, to like us, to like um, Truth and Lies. Yes. Conversations about race and gender with rock and glow. Like that, subscribe, rate us, and share this podcast with your friends. We really... Really sincerely thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.